What's happening, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast, brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, 2020. All right, so it's the end of 2020 now. We're, we're leading into Christmas time, into New Year's, and then into 2021. And what I wanted to do is shoot a little bit of a longer podcast. I've got a, a slightly longer drive today, so this might be a little bit longer. Um, hopefully, I can go a little bit more in depth and help you guys um, get clear on not only like what's happened this year, but also how you're going to you know use that as a launching pad for next year as well. So, I uh, well, what we'll do first and foremost is when thinking through um, growth and the growth mindset, you have to look both like not only right now, but you have to look forwards and you have to look backwards as well. Uh, if you're only looking into the future, you'll get very, very frustrated. Burnout will happen very, very quickly. Um, and I know that because it's happened to me multiple times. So the reason it, ha- like it hurts and as a as a thing, like when you're looking forwards all the time, you're always looking about how far you've got to go and what you've got to do, the next action steps, like how much work is it, is it going to take, right? And it can be quite overwhelming, um, not only quite overwhelming, but it can also... Um, pretty much put a damper on the the actual achievements that you're actually already having. So you need to be not only looking forwards, but you want to be looking right now and at the past. So what, what I'd recommend to do, and, and you can do this as a as a follow-along exercise, or you can sort of do it in your head now and then save it for later ready to ready to start again. But the first thing that I like to do is write down basically where I'm at. So have a you know, in, in business, you call them KPIs or key performance indicators. In lifting, you call them KPIs or key, key performance indicators. An example of that in lifting would be like your squat, bench, deadlift, your pull-up numbers, your vertical jump, the things that you test and you want to get better at. They're the KPIs. So if you can um, get clear on what your life KPIs are, that's a really, really good place to start. Now, you might be doing, you might be, be looking in your body and setting these goals in your body. Fantastic, right? You might be someone who's looking at it from a business point of view or a, a family point of view or a lifestyle point of view. Again, fantastic. Just know your KPIs. Know what you're actually growing. Know what you're working towards. Because if you can do that, it's going to make it a lot easier to actually go and hit those targets or, or know if you've hit those targets, Right, so some good examples. I, I spoke about the body examples. Now, if you're someone who currently benches a you know eighty nine kilos or a, eighty, let's say eighty, let's say ninety kilos, right? As an example, um, that's a KPI for your upper body maximal strength, right? If you do ten pull ups, uh, that's your strength endurance for upper body, right? The relative strength for your upper body. Now, <clears throat> with those both both of those things said. If you can improve, and this is how I know, like if you're trying to get bigger and stronger, you know, gain size, gain you know, extra strength and performance in your upper body, if you improve those two numbers, I guarantee you, you'll be stronger. You'll be bigger upper body. You'll be stronger upper body. You'll, you know, have more mass, more dense muscle if you can gain on those two things. So if you go, all right, cool, 90 is my max, 10 pull-ups is my max. Now, that's where I'm at right now. And if you don't know, it's time to test. Like in Royal, we're testing uh, tomorrow morning, actually. So I'm pumped for that. A few tests throughout the week. A few will test next week, depending on what's going. It's been a sort of rushed year. We didn't know what we could do. Um, max out day until very last minute. So it's sort of a last minute thing. But we, we are still testing. We're going to see where we're at. We're going to assess where we are currently. And <clears throat> what that will allow us to do is it will give us a baseline on where we're going. Right? We know that they're the key KPIs. So we know where, where we need to go. 
and now we can see the weak points. We can see where the, the failing is happening, like especially on the lift point of view. Like if you're getting stuck on the chest, we know that the bar's too heavy. You got to get stronger off the chest, stronger back, stronger you know tightness. If you're someone who can't lower the bar properly, say again in a bench press example, it might be a lot more lat work to get stability up. Um, if it's somebody who can't lock it out, they get it to halfway, can't lock it out. It's a triceps, right? Building up the tries will take that to a new level. So they're examples of how we can use the current um, assessments to future to, to plan for the future, basically. So we know, hey, these are the things that we need to build off. Right, same with the deadlift. You can't lock it out. It's most likely your glutes. Right, if you can't. It might be glutes or upper back. If you can't get it off the ground, it might be your core and lower back. You need to build those things up, so we can use those uh, use those current failures or those current tests as the, the the launching pad forward. Now, if you look at it from a point of view, because we're talking five dimensional, if you look at it from a point of view in your finances, right, it's very very simple. What's in your bank? <laughs> right, what's what's your net worth right now? And if it's less than it was last year, why? If it's more than it was last year, why? You start to break that down. You can see, you can get that quick snapshot. This is where I'm at. And then you can start to plan, hey, these are the fuck-ups. This is why I've gone backwards. And these are the things I need to fix. No difference how you look at it with lifting, right? It's the same thing. Once you, once you identify it, then you can start to have the action steps to, to, to fix it. And I don't know those action steps for you, but you might know. You might know. You might know, or you might need to ask somebody, and start to build a plan of attack from there. You know, you look at it in your relationships, right? Think, start thinking about the quality of your relationships right now with your friends, your family, um, your, your loved ones, your kids, you know, all of these different people that matter to you. Where's those relationships at? Are they, you know, thriving or is some of them good, some of them bad? You know, like what's going on? And is there any that you, you know, you need to be leaving behind and, uh, and focusing on others, like doubling down on other on other ones. You know, it, it's it's no right and wrong here, guys, but you want to get a quick snapshot of where you're at. And again, you can future plan or you can, you know, eliminate and do what you need to do. So with all that said, the different pieces of your life, if you can get clear and write down where you're at, go across the board, your body, your mind, your relationships, your business, your bank accounts, your fun, if you can snapshot all of those things, now you've got a baseline. Now you know where you're at at the end of 2020. Fantastic. Okay, now the next step, what I would recommend doing is not goal setting just yet, nor not target setting just yet, not getting ahead of yourself. I'd recommend looking back. Looking back into 2020, what are all the things that you're proud of doing, right? Like make lists, draw them out, write them out. Like what did you do? You know, did you hit a certain amount of gym sessions? Did you hit a PB? Did you, um, did you, you know, you stick to a diet plan? Did you start up a new piece of your your body work? So, like, you know, I know a fair few people in the gym started up, you know, whether it was running in the isolation period or they started martial arts, and then you know, before the, the gym got shut down, but like all these different things, like. There's a bunch of different stuff. Did you go all in if you're a metro crew and you went all in on the kettlebell work and learned really how to use kettlebells really, really well, became strong with them? But these are all things you should be really proud of. And I don't want you just to forget about them because they're things you should be proud of. Okay. And you'll know what they are for you, but write down all the wins. If you can't find any wins, guys, you're not looking hard enough. There is stuff that you did for your, your body that was good. There is stuff that you did for your mind that was good. There is stuff that you did for your relationships, for your business, for your fun that was good. All right, so start looking, start writing them out, and it can be as petty or as simple as I went to the zoo, right? Like, 
things like that. Like write them down, make the list. And the bigger the list, the better, because you can really start to appreciate all of the work and all of the things that you've done. And that's a huge thing. And that, that, that way you're not only now having a snapshot, but you've also got some momentum. You've got some like reward for yourself. You're giving yourself a bit of a pat on the back, a bit of recognition that you've done it this last year or this year, I should say. And, uh, and there's proof that you can do good things again for next year. So that's something to really, really consider. Now, this is a truck tries to cut in front of me. Um, seen him put his indicator on when I was mid-truck. That, sh- that woke me up. <laughs> now, when you go from the next step, you're going to go into the future, right? So the future is the same sort of thing. I always talk about the, the different ways to set targets and to set goals. But you want to look at it from a longer-term point of view. Where do you want to go in sort of one to five years, right? Um, I always I always sort of have an idealistic five-year type target, but it's not set in stone. It always changes, and it, it's, it always has to be course-corrected a little bit. So it's a bit vague, and that's okay, right? Especially when it comes to body and stuff like that. You can't really even, you know, anything over like 12 months, it's, it's fucking crazy like you know, it's too it's too airy fairy and wishy-washy to uh to guarantee that it's going to happen so i don't like to put that kind of pressure on myself um i've got things that i'd like to do by certain ages um which i'll write down and and take note but that's just to sort of help me build up the habits and stuff that i'll, I'll i want now right like the, the habits that i'm going to need to get there so i can build off it but if you if you try and set goals based off um where you're at now and the skills that you have now you most likely set the goals too small or you'll set stuff that you just don't really care about in that, in that time frame. So what I would recommend is the current you, the person that you are where you are right now, you know, with all your, your current levels, you've, you've, you've written down all your fitness and all your, your, your body, your mind stuff, where that's at right now, I'd like to think you to think of who the ideal you would be in five years. Like, where are they at? How much money have they got? How much, you know, what sort of um, training regime do they have? What sort of nutrition regime do they have? What sort of meditations do they do? What sort of books do you read? All of that stuff. Because if you can get clear on that or roughly clear on that, what you can do is you can start to backtrack to like, what's the one-year goal then? What do I have to do in one year to get to that five-year target? And then you can backtrack it from there. It's like, hey, what are the habits I need to start right now to get me on that track? Now, if you're someone who, you know, say wants a certain amount of money or investments or something and you don't currently save, your first step is to automate everything, right? Just start automating things. Make sure that you're on the right track there and you're making it so it's, it's, it's foolproof, essentially. You know, if it's a body thing, it's like just fucking commit, right? I'm at, I'm at a point now, and this is something that I've, I've seen pop up a little bit lately. People are like, I don't have motivation to train, or they come up with a reason. I've got fucking, I'm, I'm stressed about going to the gym. It gives me anxiety. Um, I've got, you know, this on. I've got this birthday dinner on, or I've got this friends thing. You know, I've got a family thing. Like, in the end, guys, it only hurts the person that makes the excuse, right? Like, it's not something that. I, 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 if every single we set our gym up so members can go, we don't have like more members than what we can handle. Like a lot of gyms will have like, you know, 5,000 members and space for 250 in the gym, right? We're not like that. We literally have our groups numbered out. We know when people should be training, all that stuff. Now, one thing we can't do as coaches, which we can't do it for you, and we love to, we would love to have you, you know, getting your results 
by just osmosis, by just like paying your membership and, and you know, sitting at home eating Doritos. We'd love it if you could get really strong doing that. But the reality is you can't, right? There's one of the guys who was asking me about getting bigger and he's talking about diet plans and he's talking about supplements and he's talking about, um, you know, different strength regimes and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, man, you just literally got to keep coming. Just keep showing up. That's literally all you need to do. Eat good and just keep showing up. What you'll find is you'll get a lot of strength, especially because it's a newer lifter. You'll get a lot of strength. You'll get a lot of size. And then when he plateaus, that's where we start tweaking things. Now, over the, you know, this over the journey of, of training, like, you could probably count, he's probably missed more sessions than he's made, right? And to me, I was like, man, like, what can I do? Like, I can't, literally, I literally can't do anything more. I'd love him to be there doing it. I'd love, you know, her to be there doing it. Guys and girls, there's both of them. It's, it's not like one person I'm pointing out here. I'm sort of blending together a few people. But if your goal is to get really strong, you got to fucking train. If your goal is to get really fit, you got to fucking train. If your goal is to lose weight, you got to fucking train, right? It's just the way it is. It is just the way it is. And I would love it, guys. Like, I would love it if people committed to their goals and were as you know crazy about hitting them as what I am, as disciplined as what hitting them as what I am with my goals. And uh, it would really make me happy. And, and it does. I really love seeing people hit their targets. And I'm hoping that's what happens tomorrow with some of the max outs and stuff that are going on. There's guys and girls that will hit their targets that they've been working towards. And that fires me the fuck up. Right? I just wish everyone would do it. So what I'm going to encourage here is when you start to... Uh, um, get clear on your five-year target and your one-year target and your habits. The first step is to fucking just do it. Just get it done, right? Not going to be perfect. Just start. Just do it, right? One of the one of the girls who's coming back into the gym. I was chatting to the other day um, after after giving birth and you know recovering from birth and mum duties and all that sort of stuff. She says like her goal is just to do fifty percent of the sessions. Right? If she can come in twice a week and do 50% of the session, she's like, it's going to be heaps more than doing nothing. And, it, and she needs to do it to make herself feel better, mentally, physically, to start moving and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Right? Don't aim for perfect. Aim for just done, guys. Like, That's something that will make a huge difference. There is times when I train. Like last week, for example, I had a tight QL. I tore it a little bit or strained it a little bit. I should say strained. I wouldn't say tore. It was uh, it's pretty fucking sore though and pretty angry when the, the masseuse got into it. He said, what the fuck have you done here? Um, but I, I strained my QL in jiu-jitsu and it was basically really sore. So when I bent over to deadlift, there was a sharp pain. It felt like a knife in my back, like in my bottom rib. It felt like a knife going in there. Now, did I skip the deads? Yeah, I did. Right, I didn't do them. I did other stuff. I did other back work. I did, you know, some lat pull downs. Things that didn't hurt. Right, wasn't perfect. Did I progress in that session? Yeah, I did. The next day, my QL started to feel a little bit better. I had massage work on it. I had me, you know, I moved around, got some work in, did some rehab stuff, did some stretches, felt better. Right, so like, what I'm, what my point being is like, done is better than perfect. So stop trying to wait for perfect because it won't come. It just won't come. So, with that little rant over. As you've got your five-year target, you've got your one-year target, you've got your daily habits, I've told you just to fucking start doing it, right? The next little piece, there is, there is a piece that will help you stay doing it that I would highly recommend, and that is surrounding yourself with people who are doing it, right? Whether it's like, you know, the, the whether it's training partners or whether it's 
um, you know, like a mentorship group, if it's in a businessy type setup, or you've got friends that are into the same stuff, have people around you that make what you're doing feel normal, right? So you're not the you're not the freak of the group that's like, hey, I'm super fit and healthy, and you know, everyone else is eating McDonald's five times a week. Like, it's, it makes it harder to be that fit and healthy person if you're surrounding yourself with them. But there's that quote: it's hard to fly like an eagle when you're hanging around with turkeys, or hard to, hard to soar like an eagle when you're hanging around with turkeys. That's true. That really is true. You need to be around the right people and that'll help you elevate and take everything that we've spoken about and put it basically on steroids and help it speed up and help you get to that target first. Because the doesn't matter what realm in the, in the world you are, like if you're hanging around people that don't think what you want to do can be done, it's just negative vibes and it will throw you off a little bit. And, and even if you're like really headstrong and you think, hey, that no, won't throw me off, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. It will, I guarantee it. You know, if you're hanging around people that don't support what you're doing, it's a dangerous world to be in. It's a really dangerous world to be in. It makes it really, really hard for you to hit your targets. So that's something to consider. And uh, like, as I sort of wrap all this up, guys, I'm not going to keep waffling on too long because I'll just start ranting again. But um, what we what we want to look at is the last, um, I suppose, component that I haven't really spoken about is having a why behind it all. Like I know I've got like goals in in business. I've got goals in my body. I've got goals in my you know um, sort of time that I how I want to utilize my time, and it's all based around my family. Like they're my why. That's my why, and it always has been. Like even when it was just me and Tal before I had Nate, I was setting the gym up so I could spend the mornings with Nate, like and spend the days with Nate, but not knowing it was going to be Nate. But I was um, trying to set up so I didn't miss out on. My, my kids growing up that, that was something that I was worried about um, and I'm not saying that's the right thing to do but that's what I was worried about so I, I based everything I was doing around that idea of setting myself into a position where yeah I could fucking definitely work more and you know have more members and make more money and all this sort of stuff but to me that's not what it was about it, it was about the time right having that time to be there and do what I wanted to do for the first few years of their life. And I will definitely work more and more once they go back to school and stuff like that. Or once he gets us going to school and she starts to go back to school, go to school and you know, she's here as well. But the idea behind that, it was, it's, it was setting up for them. And same with my body, like my training, I train to be a role model for my family. Right? I train for the energy to be, energetic around my family like the and be able to sort of maintain um the energy for, for working and all that sort of stuff like that's what matters to me so it's not just a matter of like getting stronger yeah i encourage people to get stronger but if you're someone who's you know like taken say strongman or powerlifting really really seriously things like that like you're gonna feel like shit right so i always sort of for myself, I'll I'll be a bit um, a bit smart with what I do, and I'll energy manage. Like there's things like I don't grind out heavy deadlifts pretty much ever. Um, maybe once or twice a year, but that's it. Um, you know, like squatting, I use variations that don't hurt me. Um, and the reason for that is because I just want to have energy. I want to feel good. Like that's it. But if you're a competitive lifter, I'm not putting you off being a competitive lifter. You just need to understand what it is you're doing. Right. If you're someone who's like trying to lose weight really, really fast, same thing. Energy's going to be shot. 
right? If there's an end point, yeah, I get it. But if you if you can do it a little bit slower and it's more sustainable and you feel better, why wouldn't you take that approach? Anyway, that's just something to think about. Find your why, tie it in, link it in, and you should start to notice uh, there's a bit of uh, bit of fire underneath that that drive. So that's all I've got for you today. I hope that helps out. I hope you can take this framework and review yourself um, on where you're at on what 2020 was like and what 2021 is going to look like. If you can use that, uh, the concepts that I've shared here, these are the same ones that I'm going to be using. And basically all I do from there is I work out my weak areas like I was talking about, work out what books I need to read, what work, work out what podcasts I need to listen to, work out what mentors I need to hire, work out what, you know, what, what things I need to do, what habits I need, all that stuff. And that's just what I'm going to be doing, right? So I've still got a little bit of work to do on mine. I started this morning um, and I'll, I'll keep working on that over the next few few days probably and probably even into the next week or so. Um, and essentially, it'll have a game plan mapped out for me to grow from the position that I'm at right now into the new version of me for the end of 2021. Anyway, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you enjoy the ride of the next year and get stuck into it. We've had a weird one with COVID and don't use that as an excuse to keep fucking mowing on what you want to actually go and do. Go and do it. Anyway, talk to you soon. Have a great one. Bye.